0: You are listening to the Not Your Average Autism Mom podcast, the number one podcast for moms just like you raising an autistic child. How are moms like us who didn't plan for this unique parenting journey embracing life just as it is right now instead of staying stuck in wishing and hoping and dreaming it was different? That is the question. And if you haven't taken our free course yet, unburdened, finding balance, living alongside autism, make sure you click the link in the show notes. It's www.notyouraverageautismmom.com forward slash free course and get registered. My name is Shannon Urkiola, and I have been traveling this journey for over two decades. I have been where you are. And in this free course, I teach you things that I learned along the way that changed my life. And I live this autism parenting journey day in and day out, just like you. All right, stay with me and let's get on to this week's episode. Episode 138 Understanding and Addressing Toe Walking. Well, hello there, my friends. Welcome back. Thank you for joining me today as I talk about something that many of us raising children on the spectrum have or will face, and that is our children toe walking. And a big thank you to one of our listeners, Shelly, who wrote in and asked if I could do an episode about this, and I haven't talked about it. So Shelly, I hope you find this helpful as you explore what is happening for your own son. Now, before I dive in, I want to share a story with you. A few years ago, I was working with a mom whose daughter at the age of four was consistently walking on her toes and mom and dad became very concerned and they just weren't sure if it was a phase or if it was something more. They were uncertain of the cause or the impact that it Might be having. And when they talked to their medical team, they confirmed that interventions were necessary for her. And what I can tell you is that by the time she was seven, with the appropriate therapies and interventions, she has transitioned to just a more natural gait, which improved her overall motor skills. So What I want you to know is that with the right support and interventions in place, this is something that can be reversed. And also, it once again reminds us of the significance of early intervention and the positive results that it can have. So my goal on today's episode is for you to understand what to look for to know the negative impacts that can result from toe walking, and to identify appropriate interventions. Because I know that your goal is always to support your children to ensure their healthy development. I am no different from you. So what exactly is toe walking? Toe walking is a walking pattern in which a child primarily walks on their toes instead of using their entire foot. So what do you as a parent or a caregiver need to look for? Well, first, I want to be clear that many typically developing children will do some toe walking prior to three years old. But if your child is consistently walking on their toes beyond the age of three or four, there may be a cause for concern and it might indicate that there's an underlying issue that requires attention. One of the most significant impacts is delayed motor development because walking on their tiptoes limits the engagement of certain muscles that are actually required for proper walking which limits their ability to typically develop those gross motor skills now something i always like to suggest when families are exploring the causes of toe walking is the vestibular system, which plays a big role in our balance and coordination. The vestibular system is located inside the inner ear. And what it does, it provides us information about our body's position and movement and in some situations our children might have a dysfunction in their vestibular system and that in itself can result in difficulties with balance coordination and just their overall body awareness when the vestibular system is not functioning functioning optimally it can contribute to toe walking in several ways so they might seek sensory input to compensate for the lack of stimulation and what toe walking does is it stimulates the tactile senses and it actually might be providing them with a sense of stability and just overall body awareness that they aren't getting they may also find it just comforting or it might help them regulate And the reason this is so important to consider is because when you understand the potential role of a dysfunctional vestibular system, intervention should focus on providing appropriate stimulation in that area that will support the development of a more typical walking pattern. You may also notice that they might have limited flexibility and range of motion in their ankle. And it might make it more challenging for them to maintain their balance, which that just leads to a higher risk of falling, right? They might also have challenges with coordination, making it difficult for them to do some physical activities. And lastly, they might find the sensation of walking flat-footed really uncomfortable or even overwhelming due to those specific sensory issues that they might be having. Now over time, toe walking can also cause muscle tightness, pain, fatigue in the feet and ankles and lower leg, which for some of our kids who have communication challenges, this is kind of a double-edged sword because they might not be able to communicate that pain that they're feeling to you. So let's talk about What you can do when you realize that toe walking might be a problem, right? Let's explore some interventions and support. Now, as always, you know that I am a huge proponent of seeking professional help from healthcare professionals who specialize in child development. And this might be a pediatric neurologist, a developmental pediatrician, as well as an occupational or physical therapist. Now, they will likely conduct a comprehensive evaluation to assess different aspects of their development to identify if there's any underlying causes of the toe walking, which would include a dysfunctional vestibular system. The therapies that OTs and PTs provide really play a very big role in addressing toe walking because Occupational therapists focus on sensory integration techniques that can help them become more comfortable with different sensations and improve their coordination and just body awareness, where physical therapists usually focus on muscle tightness, improving muscle strength and flexibility, as well as those balance and coordination exercises. They might work on, you know, some stretching exercises to help, and sometimes they might recommend the use of assistive devices like an ankle or a foot orthotic, which will just provide them additional support if that may be beneficial for them. What I want you to know is your role in your child's success is also super important. And you should always be involved in collaborating with therapists to implement strategies at home outside of therapy because your support and consistency in implementing the recommended strategies at home will greatly contribute to their progress and just overall success. And just like the little girl I told you about earlier, many children have made remarkable progress with the right interventions. You know, when her parents noticed her toe walking was becoming more consistent, they took her to their developmental pediatrician who found during her evaluation that sensory processing difficulties and vestibular dysfunction were contributing factors of her toe walking. And she began occupational therapy, which what they did in occupational therapy was they they did activities to address her sensory needs, which improved her balance and coordination. And over time with that consistent therapy, she gradually transitioned to a more natural walk. And not only did her motor skills improve, but she also gained confidence and a sense of belonging with her peers. Because the other thing that I didn't talk about was a lot of times when our children are toe walking, what's happening? They already struggle with social interaction, right? Most of our children struggle with those appropriate social interactions. And when they're toe walking, that incites uh, attention from their peers often in a negative way. So remember, understanding the complex nature of toe walking in autistic children is so important for effective intervention. It is up to you to observe the signs, to seek a professional evaluation, and to explore appropriate interventions and actively involve yourself in those interventions that is truly the key to their success toe walking is very common and a very high percentage of children who get interventions will pass that they will get past that and they will walk their way right into a natural gate so i hope this has been helpful and also remember if you have a specific topic that you would like me to talk about here on the podcast, you can always email us directly at info at Not Your Average Autism Mom, just like Shelly did about toe walking, because I want to always talk about topics that will help you gain clarity and understanding along this journey. And sometimes that might be something that you need to work on with your own emotions. And sometimes it's just simply understanding the why behind why they might be doing or not doing something. So if you didn't listen to episode 135 on language or 136 about being triggered, I definitely want to recommend that you go back and listen to those episodes because those two episodes had a record number of downloads. So I'm pretty sure they're resonating and they might just resonate with you. And hey, if you haven't left us a review yet, and obviously with all the downloads and subscribers, there are many of you who haven't yet. Please do. It really does help us reach more moms just like us, and it takes less than two minutes. And we really do appreciate it. All right, my friends, have a great week ahead. And remember, above all, you, mama, are doing amazing at this mom thing. Hey, so if you're loving what you're learning on the podcast, I want to ask you to take a minute and write a review. That's how we reach more moms just like us. And that is how you can pay it forward to help another mom who might be struggling right now. I also want to invite you to check out our Not Your Average Autism Mom membership. That's where we dive deeper into all the topics we discuss on the podcast and where you can get individual help and learn coaching tools that will make your life better every day. When you become not your average autism mom, you take on an identity with an incredible community of women across the globe, all raising autistic children who all show up to show the world they are not your average autism mom. It's my favorite place to be. So head on over to the website, www.notyouraverageautismmom.com to find out all the details. And listen, if we're not open for new members right now, make sure you join the wait list. So you're the first to know when we open. We hope you do. We would love to work with you inside.